Welcome to the Postpartum Coach Podcast, where we embrace our needs as moms, we learn to lead ourselves first, then our families, and where we create our own healing from the inside out to find our way to the work we were meant to do in this world. I'm your host, a fellow mom of three and a certified life coach, Lizzie Langston. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. Today, I'm here with a past client and new friend, I feel like too, (laughs) Stephanie Bone. You want to say hi? Hello. (laughs) Yes, Stephanie. Tell us how many kids you have, how old you are, what you do, and just about you. I don't know. Anything you want to share? Yeah. Well, I'm Stephanie Bone. I live in Nebraska and I'm married with my husband and we have two little girls. Um, We just had birthday season, so they're now two and four, which is very fun. Um, And I'm also a parent coach and a toddler speech therapist. So I- Wait, wait. Say that. that, Hold on. A parent coach and a toddler speech therapist. Yes. A parent coach. No big deal. A toddler speech therapist. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's really cool actually how I've created a little career for myself that, um, combines a lot of different things that I love. So, so what do you fun. do with parents and children? What do you help mm-hmm. them do? So I work with moms and sometimes dads too, who have toddlers, like young toddlers, like 18 months to three years old, who are not using very many words. Um, And I help them parent in a way at home that really is connective with those kids and also helps them start using more words as well. Yeah, I love that. Mm -hmm. So what I want to do on this episode is talk about what it was like um, going through the calm your body, calm your mind, calm your life process. But I'm sure that people are kind of eager to know, would you just give like those of us moms that have some toddlers? I mean, my toddlers are talking, but for anybody who maybe is a little bit concerned about their child's language use, I mean, come on now that we have you here, can we borrow your brain for a minute? <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> like what, what would you tell the people, the mamas? Yeah. Um, first, lots of toddlers don't use as many words as you think they should. Um, And so it's pretty common and pretty, usually not a huge deal. And I think, I guess, especially after our work together, I'm like, we have to be calm about how we approach this. It's Mm -hmm. the most, uh, yeah, it helps us like connect with our toddlers more. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'll share that. And I'll share that the simplest way we can connect more with our young toddlers is to talk with fewer words. Usually that like does a world of difference. Oh, interesting. Yeah. That's not what um, you hear. You hear to like, uh -uh. as you chat, 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 chat to them, then they'll talk more. So you're saying use fewer words. Is there anything to use instead of words, like more body language or you just like simplify how you talk? Um, both. It kind of depends on like where the stage of your toddler is, but I use, and it also matters to like how, regulated your child is like when when our kids are more worked up or kind of getting upset I use fewer words and a lot more gestures we Mm. just want them to understand more of what we're saying Um, and what happens is when we start talking like our kids language our toddler's language they like pay more attention to your language yeah and they're more likely to try themselves okay stop this is so good I know it's Oh, this yeah. is so good. I'm like, this is, I've never actually gotten to talk to you about this because we always, we're always working on you, but I had to steal your brain for a minute because I'm sure everybody wants to know. We have like a toddler speech expert here. 
Got to just give us some tips. And this segues so beautifully into the work that we've done and the work that we are doing here in my community as mamas, which is what I hear you basically saying is that as a woman, as a mother is more able to calm her own body, she's going to be able to communicate through more than just language um, to her toddler, which is going to facilitate both her being calm and having more of a connection with her toddler, as well as um, her toddler then responding back. And so really the connection and almost like the opening of their interest in our language of speech starts with your connection with your body and getting um, on because kids live in their bodies. Uh, yes, exactly. I wish you could see me. I'm just like nodding my head. You're like all of it. We've never talked about yeah. this though. This is so fun. No. Okay, keep going. Well, and I'm thinking too, because like I have always been able to establish this kind of connection with other people's children. <laughs> like I'm a very good speech therapist and have been doing it's this getting, for years. Getting Ron really, real here. I like where this is going. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and <laughs> yeah. And then I had my own kids and, um, didn't have the skills of like calming my own body as I was experiencing yeah. the natural emotions that come with having kids and hormones and all of that. And I, re- yeah, it was very, it was like, this isn't as easy. Like I'm not able to connect as well with my own kids. What's going on. Yeah. Um, I, and, yeah, go ahead. Mm-hmm. I was just going to say, oh, no. I, <laughs> no, you, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I have a, um, I have a few clients who are, um, healthcare professionals. One of them in particular was saying she works in sort of an inpatient, um, child psychology mm. unit and was just saying how it's so hard for her to connect with her own kids at home, but it's possible and quite easy for her even to connect and help calm children in her unit. And so I just, I think that's pretty common across the board is we have this ability to adapt somehow with other people's kids or with other situations, but when it's our own four walls and our blood, you know, our children, and I think your relationship with yourself is really what dictates your ability to, in those very, very close relationships, right? I think social skills and what we're socially taught, or maybe in our the education system, like if you specialize in child psychology or something, that's going to get you through in more of those kids who are maybe not yours. But when it comes to you and yourself and you and your children, it really, it's like your relationship with yourself is like the quality of that relationship with yourself and how in tune and connected you are with yourself is going to be the the way that you're able it's going to determine everything with your own little family unit. Isn't that oh, interesting? absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so interesting. Okay, well, thanks for letting me just dive into that for a minute, y'all. Yeah. We like we got on here, Stephanie and I, and we're like, hey, we're going to talk about <laughs> healing your heart and healing your home and calm your body, calm your life, calm your mind. But I I just had to I just had to go there for a second. That was really it's really fun to have you on here. And so just in case people are like, oh, my interest is peaked. Where do I learn more about what she does? Maybe they really have a, a toddler that's struggling to speak or they're just struggling with their toddler in that way. Where they where can they reach out to you? I I love talking about this, by the way. So so good. Where can they come um, talk to you more? They'll be like, Can I just yeah. talk with you? Be like, <laughs> yeah, yes. So, it's so fun. <laughs> um I have a Facebook group, a private group called the Talkative Toddler. No and way. that is where I spend the majority of my time. There's a, a lot on there. Um cool. and I'm also on Instagram at Stephanie Bone S L P. 
Okay. So that's Stephanie, just typical like T-E-P-H-A-N-I-E, right? You got it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, guys. So go run and find her if you have toddler speech issues. So now we're going to get a little more personal to you. And why don't you just kind of tell everybody, I know you have, like the reason you came and found me as the postpartum coach is because you had some, was it birth trauma and really tricky stuff there? Why don't you just kind of tell, give us a little background as to what made you want to do postpartum coaching? Uh, and it's funny because I think even when I got on the consult with you, I didn't know that was a part of it. I wouldn't have said that I had birth trauma prior to coming to talk with you. Um, right. Cause that's that what we do with our trauma. Discovered. Yeah. In la- like, yeah. yeah, that's what we do with our trauma as women is we kind of like as a coping mechanism, we kind of tell ourselves it's not that big of a deal and we minimize it. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Keep going. Yeah. But I had done quite a bit of work. I had found the life coaching field and really, had changed a lot of different areas of my life, but I had not, I knew I hadn't figured out how to process emotions really. And I knew emotions were terrifying to me and I felt pretty stuck. And I, yeah, listening to you knew, I don't know how to describe it. You get this too. It was just like a part of me in my soul that was like, I need to talk with Lizzie. Like, I think she has what I'm missing. Um, Cause I kind of thought I had it all figured out for a while. And then I was just still struggling with, yeah. My, yeah, things that I, I don't know, I was just crying off and on a lot, even though my oldest, well, that was another thing too. My oldest or youngest at the time was 18 months. And so I was like, I'm not even postpartum anymore. <laughs> and you were like, oh yes, you are on the call. Yeah. Um, Let's talk about that real quick. I kind mm-hmm. of, I've just decided one of my clients said that postpartum is like three years for her. She like, now that she's had her fourth baby, she's like, okay, I get it postpartum is about three years for me. And I want you guys to just like, we're so linear in our brain and in this culture, like, especially in the medical, when we've got terms and diagnoses and stages, but it's not like that. It's not the same across the board. People are like, if I'm depressed 18 months, is that still postpartum or not? I'm like, you just get to decide, is it postpartum? Is it related to birth trauma? Is it related to motherhood? Is it related to maybe not having your body back after a baby? (laughs) Is it related to nursing issues? You know, any of that stuff. Okay. Then it's postpartum. If it's anything to do with motherhood and specifically your babies and you and your babies, then I would just call it postpartum and we're done and moving on. So I love that. I love that that was sort of a debate in your head when you hired me because, um, it's just more flex. I want you guys to think about postpartum being way more flexible than just like maybe what a diagnostic and statistical manual might tell us. Yeah. And I was totally telling myself at the time, like I should be over this by now. Like, I don't know what my problem is. I don't have a baby anymore. And so it's interesting to think back to that space. Cause I had such, I just didn't know how to hold the space for myself. Like this is hard for me and it's okay. And, um, you definitely helped me to do that. Yeah. Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable, with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah Soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com. 
Good. So what did you come seeking? I'm just so curious. Now, for the record, I don't offer private coaching anymore. We are in full-on membership mode. So if you want to come talk to me and if you want to get coaching by me, it's the it's my um, postpartum anxiety course, which basically takes you through everything Stephanie went through, any of my clients have gone through. I took everything I taught them in over the course of six months, and I condensed it into about 14, anywhere from like six to 15 minute videos. So you buy the course and then you have the membership on the back end of the course to support you, to help you implement just for the record. So we're all clear, no more postpartum individual coaching and membership, which I think is going to be so amazing, (laughs) but we'll talk about, we'll talk, we'll talk more about that. So yeah, you came my direction because you were crying a lot. You didn't really know why you weren't being very nice to yourself and you could feel it. Anything else? I mean, those are big ones. I really, I wanted to believe that I could like quiet the inner meaner mean voice in me. Um, but I just didn't really think it was possible. Honestly, I thought that if I can do this, Lizzie will be able to help me. Um, I love that. Yeah. (laughs) And can I speak real quick to coaches and, and actually this is to everyone, but I have had, I have noticed that there's like a handful And by a handful, I mean a large section of certified or not, just people who are coaches in some manner, like that service-based industry, who are, you know, in any sorts of programs or come from the life coach school or any other kind of certification program. And the emotion piece is where they get stuck. Like they think they get it, kind of like how you were saying, Stephanie. Mm -hmm. They're like, I think I know how to do this, but they really aren't in their body as much as they kind of they have this instinctual, like, yeah. I must be missing something because I'm doing everything I've been told and I'm still having panic attacks. I'm still snapping all the things. Now, for the record, we're not robots, we're humans. So there's going to be some degree of that ebbing and flowing. But my program and kind of my expertise is really designed to take that anxiety and that confidence with your body and your emotions, that connection there, anywhere from like a one to a, a four on a bad day. But we're really kind of staying between one and three. If 10 is like, check me into the hospital. <laughs> I'm having panic attacks and um, feeling suicidal or something. And then one is is just floating on the beach in a cloud or something. So um, yeah, I just wanted to kind of put that out there because you're not the only one, Stephanie, who feels pretty. And it's not just coaches. It's like women who have are familiar with life coach stuff and um, maybe kind of study it on their own in casual ways. Um, I do notice that they gravitate towards me <laughs> as a coach. Yeah. Which makes me think too, like, I was also very drawn to how I at least perceived you owning a business. Um, cause I had started my own probably three, four months before we started working together. And yeah. that was, and, and I think that was just creating a lot more emotional experience. It was just new things yeah. for me to be doing. Yes. Um, it's kind of big running a business yeah, is kind of big. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's what we, we ended up talking a lot about that. I don't know that I was expecting yeah. it, but it was so good. Yeah. Yeah. Can I say too, with the healing, so the membership is called healing and home. And the reason I didn't name it like the postpartum coach membership, um, because that's what this podcast is called is just because like, we're actually managing postpartum and dealing with it so well that we end up talking about a lot of other things we end up talking about. And you and I were a perfect example of this. And that extends to, you know, this program that I'm going to be doing. We ended up talking about childhood stuff, you know, and, um, husband, a lot of husband stuff, sexuality stuff comes up. We end up talking about, um, 
you know, yeah, work-life balance, or maybe, hey, I have this dream, I want to get started on it of becoming a this or a that, you know, a PA or a coach or whatever, yoga instructor. And a lot of that stuff starts to come up naturally as you start to calm your body, calm your mind, really get into your body, restore that connection between those two and experience a calm life. There's just so much more that we start to open up to. So that's why I decided to call it healing in home instead of just postpartum, because it really does go beyond postpartum once we kind of knock that, you know, knock that out. Oh yeah, totally. So what did you love about working with me? You came, you came all this way across the interwebs to, to work with me. I want to know what sticks out to you now you, now you're done and you're looking back at your six months and. Um, I'm just curious. We haven't really had this conversation, so this is totally off the cuff. I would just love to know what were your biggest kind of gifts that you feel like you got over here? Um, and also what, yeah, what have been the biggest changes you've seen? Just kind of pontificate for us. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, I know like, which ones we... I've seen in you. <laughs> I would, I will yeah. talk about what I've seen in you, but I want to hear what yours are. Well, I'm just thinking about those first I just had a lot of emotion that I had bottled up in my body that needed to be processed. And like you created a space for me to do that. And, um, that was such a gift, even though it was like, not necessarily what I always wanted to be doing. Right. Cause it felt scary and new, but at the end I would end of our sessions, I would be like, Oh, I'm so much lighter. That's mm-hmm. what I think now. I'm like, every time I cry, I'm like, Oh, I'm just shedding weight. I'm just like, yeah. it's just releasing. Oh, I and love so, that. Yeah. Yeah. And I totally did that with you. Um, and mm-hmm. I really struggled with vulnerability. I think before we worked together and, and so even in the like, beginning of it, it wasn't no, like once you hired me, you were all of a sudden no. super comfortable <laughs> no. being vulnerable. No. And I wouldn't have said that. Like I didn't even know that I was blocking so much of me, um, because I was, I don't know, in my head and just so, so overthinking things. Um, oh, I love that. Can I talk about that really quick? Yeah. So one of the costs, you guys, this is for everyone. One of the costs of, um, not being nice to ourselves is we experience a disconnection from our subconscious. And so what that means is that when you find yourself in doing weird things or being stuck in the same similar patterns or having crying for no reason, you don't get to know why. You know, when you're not, and I'm not picking on Stephanie, like you've, you, you aren't like this anymore, but even if you were, it it doesn't matter because we're all working on this together in progress, especially as women where we tend to be so hard on ourselves. But it's like, if you're, if you lash in anger to your kids, which hi, I'm speaking from experience. I used to be very hot heady in my motherhood and they just would hide things from me. They wouldn't tell me them. So if your kids are hiding things from you, it's, it's, you're, you're probably hiding things from you too. And, um, so yeah, the cost of like kind of that self unkindness is, is that you are confused a lot more. And also I want to extend that. Are you giggling over there? Yeah, that was so me. I was so confused. You're like, why am I not getting this? Why am I crying again? Yeah. You end up just being really confused because confusion is the, in, in place of connection, you're going to feel confusion. Um, and I was just going to extend that to a whole host of health problems, like anything from infertility to literally like, 
um, autoimmune stuff or different cancers. And I don't say this lightly, and I'm not saying this is the only thing that creates those diseases or those, um, disorders or dysfunctions. So don't, don't read it that way. And don't give yourself like mean talk over me saying that just kind of let that be open and play with that idea and just let it pique your interest that that's part of disconnection is disease as well. Um, as well as the, uh, confusion. Absolutely. Yeah. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. So basically just keep talking about yourself. We want to know what else you experienced. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm just, it's, it's really cool to think about how far I've come. Um, yeah, I think, I mean, the big turning point that we experienced was, I don't, I'm sure you remember there was yes. one session where you drew a little picture of a person. Um, and we talked about the difference between, um, being heart centered versus being head centered. And yeah. you and I just spent the session, like listing out different words. Um, cause I had kind of gotten to this point where like, I just couldn't totally turn off the thoughts in my head and I, uh, would just get stuck in them. Yeah. Um, yeah. and then kind of accept them as true and soothe around them. Um, and so we did this exercise, I suppose, where it was like, these are all the different like words that go with heart centered, like open. And I don't know, there was a whole bunch of them. I have them written out Ooh. somewhere versus yeah. brain centered, which was just more like, yeah, harsh and close. I'm not an analytical, analytical. Yeah. And just, skeptical. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And so I started being able to like identify if a thought in my brain was, or if like what I was experiencing was from my mind or from my heart. And Ooh, as sappy as that sounds, right? Cause we're taught to kind uh-huh. of make fun of heart stuff. Well, that's because we're all in our brains. So it's only natural to make fun of all the heart stuff. Yeah. But the secret to life is the heart stuff. And like, yeah. really, it's the good stuff. That's where you want to be living. Yeah. And we talked about how like I could just kind of like walk out of my head if that little roommate in there, I think that's from Untethered Soul. But yeah. if the voice in my head was just too loud or I was noticing it, I could just like walk out and go into like get into the heart centered space and find. Jesus there really Absolutely. And, and figure out what he, uh, even just like feeling him and his presence would help me quiet those other voices. It wasn't like I needed to get rid of them or talk through them or coach out of them. They could be there if, and they just got quieter the more centered in my heart space I was. So mm, yes. And before we did that, I remember we had used the, the model and coaching. Uh-huh. We had used it five times over and you just kept coming up against the same tone with yourself. It wasn't the exact same thoughts, but they all had the same tone. And it was like recycled garbage, meanness, shame game. And and I say that with all the love, right? And then we got to that. We like learned about the heart and we dropped, we practiced every session in the beginning of the session, we'd meditate and like get down into your heart. And, um, and from that place, it was like night and day. I mean, within th- probably two sessions from then, you were like a different woman. You were so calm, mm-hmm. so calm. You were 
you would talk in sessions and you were managing your own self. So if you, one of the things you used to do was talk really fast and that was a sign that you were getting in your head. And I remember like teaching you about that, but it was still sometimes tricky for you to not get there. But I remember once we did the heart centered work, you really started catching that on your own and you would breathe. I wouldn't say anything. You were completely regulating. You could feel it and you were calming your body. And then your mind was calm. And the way that we were able to experience your mind and and our space to examine it was vastly different in the sessions and I think on your own, in your personal oh, life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I know cool. I was talking with, it's, it's so cool. I was talking with my sister-in-law around that time or maybe a little bit after, and we hadn't chatted for a while. Anyway, she said something like, it seems like you have actually become the calm, like mother and person that you have always wanted to be, but just like felt distant from. Mm. And I was like, yeah, I think I have. Um, because really i I know how to get into my heart centered space. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Will you just give us a little glimpse into what works for you to just a taste for those who are interested in like, I want to do that. Like, that sounds like what I need. Um, how would you kind of tell somebody who is like, okay, I'm where Stephanie was. I want to be more heart centered, like, like how they are experiencing what works for you? Like, even if it's kind of weird or whatever, like what helps you go from your head as a historically head centered woman um, down into your heart. Now you're like this spiritual maven powerhouse lady, like, and you've always been spiritual. You've always been spiritual. So I don't mean to say that you haven't, but I think you often, the spirituality was at odds with all that noise in your head. Yes, it very much so was. So how do you get into your heart? This, so I used to like, think there was only like a certain way, like I needed to wake up and read my Bible and do thought, like do all of these things every single day in order to be okay and settled. And then it didn't work. And so what comes to mind is like, I in the mornings when I wake up and have a couple minutes before my kids get up, I like stop and ask myself what sounds good or what do I need? Um, and I go with whatever sounds good. And sometimes that's a walk outside. Sometimes that's stretching. Mm. Um, sometimes it's just sitting and breathing. So I love. I that. think, yeah, like I'm willing to not know what I'm going to need. <laughs> or and, not do the same routine and schedule that yeah. you have planned. Like you, yeah, you listen and you ask every day. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. And so, and that took a lot of trust sort of, cause I very much so thought like, I just need to control myself by doing all the right things. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, meditation has been huge and I'm in my Bible regularly because I think like I get heart centered thoughts from my Bible and I'm able to like interact with, it's cool. Cause I think I'm able to interact with Jesus on like an intellectual level. Yeah. Um, but in a, from a heart-centered space through my Bible now, which is kind of neat. Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense. No, it totally does. Mm-hmm. So I just want you guys to know that you have access to this stuff. You don't just have to hear about it on the podcast. 
and wish that it could be you, I think take what we've given you and apply it. And heck, if you're good and that helps, wonderful. That's the point of the podcast. We're trying to help you get there. But if you're not satisfied with the results you're getting just from the podcast, or you just want more, if your heart, speaking of the heart, is like calling to you, kind of like Stephanie was, like if you just feel drawn to me, or you are hearing the story of Stephanie or any other you know clients that I featured on the podcast, and you're like, that's really the change that I'm after, come join us. So just to give you an idea of what's included in the membership, and I'm, pro- I'm telling Stephanie this too, because we actually ended the episode and then we went back to record because she's like asking me what's in the membership. I'm like, I should just tell everybody what's in there. <laughs> so let's just go over this. What is in there? There's going to be a private podcast, the Healing and Home podcast. I've already created it. I'm getting the first few episodes recorded. That's getting ready to go in there. Um, there is the course, which is the postpartum anxiety course right now. You must buy the course in order to order them to get into the membership. And that's probably how it'll be from, for everybody, except for people who have worked with me. So Stephanie, you know, and people, others who have been my clients, they might get to skip the course if that's what they desire, although they can always have it if they want it. But most people I want, and the reason for that, you guys, just so you know, is because I want everybody to speak the same language of my process and be on the same page and so that they know the basics of how to calm your body, calm your mind, calm your life. That way, the whole membership is leveled up because we are then coaching on implementation and specific questions. We're not, I'm not using coaching time in the membership to teach people. The course is going to do that for me or for past clients. I've already done that for, you know, with them. So that way, the whole membership's up leveled. We're actually coaching on implementing and getting into the nitty gritty and really really making change. So the, the, the course is doing the heavy lifting and then the membership is just exercising those muscles and kind of fine tuning. Does that make sense? I'm like, Stephanie, does that make sense? Am I explaining myself? Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah, it does. It's perfect. Okay. Yeah. So, um, past clients, you know, they've done that, but anybody who hasn't worked with me, I really want you to get that course right now. It's 250. Um, later it'll be 500. So depending on when you're hearing this episode is the cost of it. It's worth probably 1500, if not more. I mean, people have paid tens of thousands of dollars cumulatively to work with me. So, and to learn this process. So I do think that, um, you're really going to love what's there and it'll be well worth the cost. Um, and then, like I said, inside the membership, we're going to be doing all sorts of things and there's more to come, but I will not, to, not to overwhelm. I'll just say a couple little things from, for that. I know, like I said, the private podcast, weekly coaching calls, and the, those, those might become bi-weekly depending on how many members we have. Um, and then we're going to have a calendar where we have meditation, either evenings or just little windows of time where we're all meeting and meditating together, just to give you a little bit more accountability to actually do it for those of you who are newer at it. Or if you just want to feel the power of your sisters and gathering together for now, though, we have the private podcast coaching and the course and meditation and then so much more to come. And the best part about a membership, I don't know if you guys have thought about this, but like you never have to pay more, but the value continues to grow every month. And so you just are locked in at that rate. And I'm basically rewarding everybody for helping me have more of a stable income. And I get to have more time and space to create for you and make the membership better every month. So that's why I'm like so, so pumped. The course is going up today, the day that we're recording this, which is June 4th. I know I've got some mamas waiting for it and I'm really excited to give it to them. So any other questions from you, Stephanie, on behalf no, of everyone? I, no, that it's so fun. I'm, I think the group meditations will be 
lovely. Because no. we all need accountability with that. It's life gets busy. Yeah. Um, even when you don't have the intention of it. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, all, all of it will be wonderful. But. Yeah. And, and things are going to be recorded. So even if you guys can't come live, if all of a sudden your baby, you know, spits up everywhere and you're 15 minutes late to something, it's okay. We've got you. So we'll have things recorded and organized for you to view later. Um, I will say in the membership, we focus mostly on you and yourself. I would say not mostly, but first we constrain to the course is very much focused on you and yourself. And then once that's solid, stable and calm, you'll just notice that naturally we start gravitating more towards motherhood and marriage topics. So those are kind of the three pillarhood pillarhoods (laughs) pillars is like (laughs) yourself and then um, marriage and motherhood. So myself, marriage and motherhood, kind of the three M's. I'm excited about that. So yeah, we, Stephanie's joining. She just told me um, before we got, we back, back recorded here. She's like going to join. And so she'll be in there. I'll be in there and we will see you there. To join, you just go to lizzielingston.com forward slash course. I'll put that one in these this episode's show notes. You guys can go there and there's two different bundles um, to get the course plus the membership. And we'll see you guys inside. Thanks for being here, Stephanie. We love you. Oh, thanks for having me. It's been so fun. Yes. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Hey, Lizzie here. If you love what's on the podcast, you're going to love my postpartum anxiety online course. The course is designed to help you manage your anxiety, reconnect with yourself to avoid deeper depressiveness, and then address any broader traumas from childhood and beyond. To purchase the course, go to lizzielangston.com forward slash course. That's Lizzie, L-I-Z-Z-I-E, Langston, L-A-N-G-S-T-O-N.com forward slash course. I cannot wait to see and hear how you transform in the online course. I'll see you inside.